Hey, Purpose Claremont. Um, hey, I just wanted to share um, just kind of a recap from yesterday's message um, that came from just spending time um, with Jesus and the Word from our reading plan. And it was out of Mark 4, um, 35 and following. So let's pray, and then we'll just, uh, just real quick, just something stood out um, that I wanted to remind us of as we continue to move forward with them. All right? God, thank you for who you are. Um, thank you for your Word that we have some a foundation that we can stand on. Ultimately, the foundation is Jesus, but your word is foundational. It gives us clarity and moves us toward uh, truth and right living that we might experience the blessings of following you and living life set apart for you. And so I pray, God, that you would lead us in this time. Uh, what a great reminder uh, this passage brings. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen. So again, uh, just as a recap, so if you wanted to hear the message, it, it, it'll be up on our YouTube channel probably within the next day or two as my guess. Um, and the YouTube channel is just youtube.com forward slash Purpose Claremont. But out of Mark 4, 35, on that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat out just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Notice they call him Teacher there. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And I think that there are many today, with everything that's been going on around the world, we need to hear the word peace, be still. Like the storms have just been going. And it seems like there are always storms. It's not just the things that we're facing, whether it's a pandemic or um, riots or all that stuff. Those are big, but also storms that we're personally experiencing that are big. And then there's storms all over the world that we don't even know about. There are things going on, and I think that God's word is still, peace, be still. Just be still. Hang on for just a second. And then see, it goes on. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Imagine, he just he looks at wind and waves and he says, Peace be still and wind and water obey. Isn't it amazing that creation obeys God? I honestly think like every, every part of creation seems instinctively to be obedient to God, except for humanity, <laughs> except for humans. Uh, wind obeys God. Water obeys God. It seems like animals obey God. It seems like there's this understanding in all of creation that Creation is to obey God, except for those who are created in his own image. We're the ones that miss the mark. And so it's just a challenge. We should be obedient. We should be following, we should follow, we should be following the, the example of creation. And yet creation would never truly grasp, can, can never truly grasp God's grace the way that we can, knowing who we are, that we're outside of Christ, we're sinners in need of a Savior, and by God's grace we've been saved. Um, but the word goes on. So Jesus said to them, verse 40, he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And the main thing, this was, and friends, I've preached this, literally preached this passage hundreds of times. It's one of my favorite ones to get to preach, um, especially when, when I'm off of camps and speaking to different places. I love to bring this one up, but I'd never seen this until the last time. I feel like God revealed it. When the storm is going on, they call him teacher. Yet they'd seen him do miraculous things. They'd seen Jesus heal a man with a leopard hand. They'd seen in Mark 4, the end of Mark 4, where he's just healing tons and tons of different people. 
um, with all these different ailments. He's seen, they've seen Jesus turn water to wine, but they've never seen this. But notice that they call him teacher. Like in verse 36, teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? Remember when the storms hit, one of the first things we ask God is, don't you care? We think that God doesn't care. All the while forgetting that it was Jesus um, who gave them the idea, let us go across to the other side in verse 35. So the one, the, the same God who can bring us through the storm, I remember hearing somebody say this, and I can't remember who it was, but it was such a powerful point. The same, the same God who can bring us uh, through the storm is the one, is same God who brings us to the storm. Guys, storms are part of the process. What do I mean by that? Well, look, when the storm hits, they call him teacher. After Jesus calms the storm, they say, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? They didn't know what to do with him. Guys, part of the part of the purpose, I, I, I will never say the only purpose because God does everything he wants and his ways are so beyond me. But I'm convinced part of the purpose behind behind the storms that God brings our way is that is is that they they reveal to us more of who he is. These disciples went from calling Jesus teacher to then calling him I don't know I don't even know what to call him. I mean that's kind of what it says, who then is this? We thought we had an understanding. We'd seen him do some amazing things, but now it's like I don't even know what to think about this guy. Guys, I'm I'm convinced that part of the purpose of the storm is to reveal is for God to reveal more of who he is so that we're left in awe in order that we would worship him accordingly. Friends, if you're in the storm, please understand Jesus is in the boat with you. It may feel like he fell asleep on you. He never does. He's there. So friends, part of the purpose of the storm is to move us away from, well, I've always known Jesus to be this. And it could be right and scriptural and true for Jesus was a teacher. He was a rabbi. But God wants to move us oh gosh, ever so further in our understanding of who he is, that we might worship him because of that he's full, he's God. He, and we want to worship him in the fullness of who he is, not just in the limited understanding of who we think that he is. So I hope that's helpful. Guys, I love you all more than you know, and we'll talk soon.